Hello, you wonderful people. It's 32 minutes past midnight, and I'm sitting here wearing all brown, giving you this value while all around me I are sleeping. And today, I want to talk to you about a very important tool. And sometimes I sit in amazement that this tool is available to us. So better use it and use it wisely. What I'm talking about is what I named the X squared simple story structure. But first, but first, why does this podcast episode even exist? And I noticed that the story structures taught to you are meant originally for script writers. And script writers take three to six months to write the first draft of their script. And we marketers and business owners don't have such luxury of time, and we don't need to. I mean, taking three to six months to structure and make a first draft of an idea, even let's say we can do it in 30% of the time, since we don't need to do all the scene writing and all the stuff, that's a lot. Well, because of this, Some marketers and business owners don't even start, and I don't blame them. It's a feature of human nature to conserve energy. So when something seems difficult, even if the person is motivated, over time their motivation wanes and they won't really keep using it. So simple tools, as long as they're effective, will be there with you for a long, long time to use on the fly. And this is one of them. Well, the few people that give it a try and use a structure, for example, the uh, the hero's journey, they make a clunky first draft and give up. They think, oh, it's not meant to be, or it's not good enough, or I'm not good at this. Either way, you cannot use something like the hero's journey to structure a story on the fly. So when you're writing an email or even talking in a conversation or a, in presentation, if you're needing to think about the hero's journey, it will take way too long or whatever other structures, whether it's uh, 10 step, eight steps, um, 12 phases, whatever, it's not really realistically usable. So for us to be able to pepper our marketing, our emails and everywhere we go with a dozen effective small story bonding stories, we need a different type of approach. And this is what this episode is about. Because of this, I simplified storytelling into the X squared simple story structure that you will learn in a few minutes. And when you finish listening to this podcast, you will have no confusion about how to turn anything into an effective story. Your marketing will become more interesting to your prospects, customers, and clients. And even in your normal day-to-day conversations, you will come across as much more charismatic because your message deserves to be heard in this world. People need your help. And I don't care whether you think you're not good enough or what you know is not cool enough. People need you. You have things to offer. And look forward to my upcoming podcast episode on the power of your perspective and how your perspective is golden to understand more. So you need to see the impact you have on the lives of other people to know how your how important your work is. I'm really tired of good people feeling the imposter syndrome, and I will give you all the tools and support you need. So together, we will change this world for the better. It's about time. 
And this X squared tool is related to our general mission of this whole podcast and of the story bonding approach. And it is that today, most marketers and business owners are using marketing that is very easy to copy. They have no real uniqueness. And what's worse, and this is true, this is real. The upcoming domination of uh, artificial intelligence marketing will drive them all out of business. Everybody who is not putting true uniqueness into their marketing and story bonding and you showing your personality is the real uniqueness. So those people that are not doing that, whatever they think today is a competitive advantage, will be easily cloned tomorrow by AI algorithms. AI will do whatever they do now better, faster, and cheaper. So this whole podcast is about the type of marketing that AI cannot beat. It's about developing a lasting and true competitive advantage that nobody can copy. Story bonding marketing. With story bonding marketing, you'll be able to connect to the souls of your audience to create real deep bonds with them. So you become family. It's marketing based on the honest human touch that will make you a welcome guest at the homes of every one of your prospects. And in this podcast, I will present to you the simple structure for storytelling. And you know that story bonding is based on stories in a big extent and a few other things that we will discuss together over the life of this podcast. So you will have a tool you can pull out anytime and tell a story that will impact the listener emotionally, no matter what you're talking about, without needing to prepare to think anything through. You just use it on the fly. And when you do, when you get the story bonding competitive advantage, you can have that peace of mind, the peace of mind of knowing that your business is safe, that your business will grow no matter what that when most other people and especially online marketers will get wiped out by the upcoming AI explosion, you will not only survive, but you will enter your golden age where you will become both a leader and a role model to all those who will lose their competitive advantages and you will show them the way, but you will also thrive and keep putting food on the table of your families. Because again, human bonds are and will always be the most powerful form of competitive advantage. And I say this again and again and again, so that you don't believe the hype of peddlers of the latest shiny objects. Human bonds have been with us for millions of years or hundreds of thousands of years or whatever, because we can even talk about mammal bonds or animal bonds. It's part of being a creature alive in this world. So what is the X squared simple story structure? I called it this way because if you graph the function F of uh, X squared on a geometric uh, graph or an axis or whatever, you will see that it goes downwards um, until a point where it will have an inflection upwards. So it looks kind of like a ball or an inverse um, um, bell curve or whatever. And that is exactly what X squared is all about. And how do you use it? It's very simple. You tell a before and then after picture, and I will talk about this a bit later, of anything happening. And the before is more negative than the after. 
So it has three parts. A before that is a bit negative or at least neg less positive than the after. And then an event or you doing something or something happening, which will change things to a positive afterwards. This is very similar to the before and after that many marketers use, especially in the weight loss and fitness niche where you can see before and after pictures of people. Why is that so fascinating? Yes, because it's a demonst demonstration of effectiveness, but because that picture tells a story and the story always captures the attention. So where did I find this X squared simple story structure? If you analyze all structures of stories, uh, you will find that this is what stories boil down to. A before that is of struggle, of um, negative life, let's say. I don't like to use negative words. I prefer to say less than positive. But this is a podcast for people who want to hear the truth as it is. So you have a dr dramatically negative before and then some event happens that will change things for the better. And when should you use the X squared simple story structure? anytime you're communicating with your audience. And you will see soon when I talk about how important it is to always um, tell about yourself stories to your audience that fit within the value you provide them, of course. And we will delve into that deeper. I will give you a couple or three examples of me coming up with such structure on the fly. So today, I was editing the audio of my uh, podcast episode and the tool I had didn't work. It stopped working, the um, audio editor. So I looked around and I remembered that I had an older version of it. So I pulled it up, I installed it. It made my sound card just stop working. That wasn't good. So I restarted my laptop and thankfully everything was fine. And I used the older version to edit my podcast successfully. That's a story. Is it as gripping as a Hollywood movie? No. And we will learn a few tricks that we can use to tighten things up, but we don't need to. That was a story. Another one. When I look to my right, I see that half of my room is dark. I have two lights in this room and I turned off one and not the other. So if I stand up right now and I turn on the other light, it will illuminate the room in a way that will give me that emotional peace of having no darkness near me in my room. And that will make sure that I give you a better podcast experience. Yes, these stories, I'm coming up with them on the fly, but they're much better than saying, yes, on my right, uh, there is um, a lamp that's not turned on, so I can turn it on. As night and day difference. Another thing, when I do this podcast, sometimes I feel that my throat is uh, tightening, that I've been speaking too much, which is amazing to me because when I talk to people, I don't get this. But when I speak on a podcast, after some time, I get a dryness in my throat and a tightness that is like my throat is begging me to, to take a break, take a break, take a break. So I will take a break and return full of energy refreshed to finish the rest of this podcast for you. So welcome back. Now, who can use the X squared simple story structure? 
anybody, any human being communicating to another human being, whether on the phone, in a conversation, in a presentation, in a webinar, in a podcast, in an email, in a sales letter, or any other medium, whether for teaching or for, I won't use the words persuasion because what we do in story bonding, and I will remind you of this often, we give and provide value to the everyone who listens, and we gently coach the people who are interested in moving to the next level to go to the next level with us, to get more help or one of our services or products. There is no trying to do anything to make people's beliefs change and all that. Our humanity connecting with their humanity will make us liked, trusted and known by them. And then we coach them through our value to let them know we can help them. And then they are very likely to take the next step with us without ever feeling pressured or that we did something to get them to buy. Why is that important? I will tell you in a future podcast, but the difference in retention between both is huge. That's all I'm going to say. So, well, some people might object to this and say that successful marketers online and gurus and whatever never talk about such a very simple story structure. And they seem to be doing well using the hero's journey and all that stuff. So what if I'm dumbing, I'm dumbing down storytelling? What if um, you really truly need to use something complicated and I'm just like telling you to use something simple just because? Well, Humans have a bias to overcomplicate things, to think that something that looks more complicated and complex is probably better, which is not true. This works. It is simple and simple is good. Yes, we will add a few tweaks like the stories I've told. They're not really the best final polished product you will give, but 90% of what you need is the X squared simple story structure. You don't need something as complicated as the hero's journey with its dozen stages or more, what you need is following these three steps and you will succeed. Later on, we'll add more, but just tweaks. And there is another thing I learned from systems theory, that if you implement a system that is complicated right away, so you had no system and then you try to implement something complicated, you will fail. To succeed, you have to start with the simplest possible system that will get you a result and then you improve and build upon it and whatever complexity will be necessary, not just because it looks cool and it seems nice that it's complicated. And well, it sounds simple and all, but there are three mistakes that people often use with this. The first one is mild, but it's a thing to keep in mind. The human brain is really, really attracted to negativity. You can tell somebody 10 compliments and then one slight criticism and they will focus on that criticism more than anything. Or somebody might be able to win $10,000, but they risk losing one or 2,000 and that will grab their attention so much they will not work towards what they can gain. So in this simple story structure, yes, you can do a beginning that is kind of happy and then the inflection change point will make them uh, get them into a place that is happier but it's much better if what was before was negative and then something happens that changes it to something positive and to be to be clear let me explain again what is the x squared simple story structure 
you take whatever you want to talk about and you add a before and after if it doesn't have it so that before that thing or about that thing there is a before and then something happened an event or an action and an after so we're saying right now i'm saying that the before should be negative and then something happens that changes the situation into something positive that is all the second mistake is what i call passive hero stories and having too many of them so i said that the thing that could happen is either an event or an action if your hero or whoever is the main actor in the story is somebody who things are happening to that they were sad and then something happened to them to him and he became happier then he's a passive hero and passive heroes don't inspire others passive heroes are not motivational those stories can be okay too because you're human sometimes things happen to you but if your hero is not taking action and causing things to happen in this three structure simple x squared story he will not be respected by the listeners that's it and you need respect so if i say um, i was feeling cold but my neighbor turned on the heater so right now my room is warm and cozy that is not as empowering as saying i was feeling very cold so i turned on the heater and right now i'm enjoying this warm room in this cold winter that's very different the third thing is a specific case and it's that people don't use this in testimonials testimonials are too sweet in most marketing nowadays people just talk about the positive and happy happy and everything is wonderful and your product is the best in the world but that's not believable why because it doesn't follow a story structure you need negativity something that changes that into positivity so in a testimonial your people need to share about before not only the negative of their lives before they met you and they purchased your product or used your service but it's more also more so about their doubts and internal resistance to even buying your product which is what other people will relate to because they're in that same situation so the structure of an effective testimonial will be a before they will they were resistant and hesitant to buy your product and then they decided to buy it and then they benefited immensely that's beautiful now we get to a part that's a, a small challenge to me you know which is i generated three random words and i'm gonna use the x squared story structure with some bells and whistles and you know i'll do it as good as it can be done just on the fly so the first word is girl yesterday i was in the park sitting on a bench and i was feeling the fresh cold air on my skin but it was good it was a sunny day which is unusual at this time of the year to see sunshine i was sitting contemplating the world and thinking i don't know why but it was one of those days where i wasn't in a good mood i just felt nostalgic for some reason and then to my right i looked down and there was this little small baby girl that's probably four years old maybe three and she had a doll in her hand and she handed me that doll all smiling with the brilliant shiny loving um, eyes a loving look you know a kind look in her eyes i took her doll i smiled at her i played with her and the doll for a few minutes and that made me realize that there is really beauty in life everywhere that no matter the situation 
You don't have to wait for a little girl to come bring you a doll. You can go, look and find all the dolls in the world that will make you smile and realize that life is good no matter the situation. Okay, that was one. The second was a recession. <laughs> it happened, you know, it was a random word generator. So, recession. The 2008 recession was very hard for me. I graduated exactly with a master's degree in 2008. And during that time, everybody was losing their jobs and I was looking for one. I sent CV, CV after CV after CV to many companies and all I received were letters of rejection. It was really heartbreaking for me because I believed in the narrative that if you're a good person, you work hard, if you do what you're supposed to do, then good things will happen to you. And if you go to university and you are one of the best students that come out of it, you will find a good job that will make you happy ever after. But boy, was I wrong. After my 50 seconds, a probably letter of rejection for good jobs, I had this realization. I can either take a job that really was, I was overqualified for that I will dread waking up and going to every morning, or I can start my own business. But at the time, although I had this whole thing of studying, having a master's degree in entrepreneurship and new business development, and it's exciting, but they were not preparing me. The university did not prepare you to be an entrepreneur, even if you studied it. What it does, it's, it prepares you to become a professor at best. So I knew there is a long road ahead. I knew that I needed to learn the skills that will prepare me to become somebody who is able to succeed in business because universities don't give that to anybody, at least 99% of the universities that I'm aware of. So I knew there will be a long road ahead and I settled for a job in accounting, which is not my field, looking at numbers every morning and every afternoon, only to later on go home and devour every single copy I can find of any book or course or podcast or blog on business, marketing, copywriting, storytelling, investing all my money in myself because self-investment and investing in your own knowledge, in expertise, in coaching, in mentoring is the best of all investments you can make. Money can come and go, but what you know today that you did not know yesterday will give you more money tomorrow. And then I learned, I created my own structures that I used in other places and other projects, but that I'm that are culminating today in me sharing with you the whole story bonding framework all over these episodes of this podcast series. Because truly growth and developing as a person is the greatest pleasure in life. And I believe it's what life is about. It's not about what you get, what car you drive or whatever. It's about what kind of person will you become and you are becoming a wiser, better person because you're one of the people who invests in themselves and just you listening to this podcast is proof of that. Now the third one is mail truck. Okay, I'm changing it a little bit from mail truck to FedEx because that's what, what's coming to mind. You know, in movies often I saw the FedEx truck 
that is being driven around. And I didn't know what that meant. I had no awareness of uh, product positioning and all that. I thought it was just movie makers replicate in real life. So they're trying to use brands in their movies that will make people think, wow, this story might be real to help them immerse themselves by seeing familiar brands and all that. Well, over time, I was reading a book and I learned about product placement and I'm like, what? What is this? And it turned out that, you know, brands position their products as being used by the stars and uh, movie characters. And when people identify with those characters and see them using the product, they, the theory at least goes that they will want to use the same products to become more of that hero or celebrity or character. And that makes sense in theory. But since I read that book, I had to think and then think and then think. And I think that product placement could work in some cases, but in most cases, brands are using it to increase the value of their brand, which will reflect in their stock market valuation. So they're doing it more for their investors rather than to increase sales because a product that somebody is using, yes, you're raising awareness, but you're in the old paradigm of marketing where whoever yells louder and tries to interrupt people and yell in their ears when they don't want to or expect them to yell in their ears, uh, hoping that spreading awareness equals sales. Well, we're moving three steps beyond that. Story bonding is more like marketing 3.0, where marketing 2.0 was content creation and using sales letters and all that fun stuff that typical marketers without uniqueness are using. Well, we're moving beyond that. And that's why FedEx <laughs> made was part of, uh, you know, the creation of story bonding because it actually was one of the thoughts that culminated in me understanding that just showing your brand is, doesn't equal selling it or we're not even talking about sales, you know, we're about talking about bonding. Don't sell bond, story bond. And if the X squared story structure seems a bit confusing to you, or if you want to use it to see how it's used and absorb it through reading it being used by me, then go check out my emails. I highly recommend that. And if you can write them by hand, even better. I did that for years. Go to storybonding.email. Again, storybonding, one word, storybonding.email, and you will see all the emails I use with all the be bells and whistles, and I keep on improving, so you will always come up to better and better quality emails. And we do this, why? Because it's simple, because human bonds are and will always be the most powerful form of competitive advantage. So don't sell, bond, story bond. It's time really for you to create a competitive advantage that nobody can take from you. It's not about some beautiful language that some NLP expert will write for you or any of that stuff. The more personal stories you will tell, the more real, known and trusted you will become. Because people who are fake and scammers do not at all vulnerably open up. They don't tell personal stories that feel real to the audience. And people can tell the difference even more. Each one of your stories, when the hero is not passive, like we talked about, where somebody is taking an action to get a better benefit, it puts a small seed 
of inspiration and motivation in people to do the same in their lives because that's the role of stories to motivate action and you know nothing happens until action happens even to you your business will not grow and you will not have money to um, invest in better ways to serve your customers and to have a better life and to secure a good future for your children if people don't take action and use your services and products but with story bonding stories each will be designed to inspire people to take action and that action often will be directed towards you and in improving their lives because that's what we're all about when we leave the world a better place than we received it when we know that many lives are changed because of us that fulfillment is way more valuable than money and you will make money i'm not saying it as a bad thing because money is oxygen for your business and for your life so it is important, essential, and something that you will enjoy through story bonding. Even more, when you get further and further into story bonding, you will see the impact you have on your clients because there is this unusual or weird or whatever mechanism in people that when they hear somebody share a deeply personal story, they want to share back their own stories. They will go out of their way to tell their stories. And the more stories of success and impact you will hear, the more that imposter syndrome or whatever will die down. Those heartwarming stories will motivate you to work at a bigger scale. There will be less resistance to take an action and more of this beautiful thing that we do, which is adding value, creating more and more and more in this world. And remember, you only have one life. Everybody in this world has a place where they can be the greatest version of themselves. And you, through story bonding, you will be able to help people in ways that scammers can never do. It's you who will, through your fresh set of eyes or even your kindness, I will tell you one of the secrets of coaching and all that stuff that is a baseline that will help you immensely. Just by showing people that you care, just by having somebody which is you next to them, who believes in them, who cares about them, that can take people a long, long way towards success. That can change their lives. I'm not saying that coaching and mentoring is only this. No, you bring your expertise, you bring frameworks, you deliver value, and you make sure that whatever you get paid, people will get back much more than it. So you are basically for free to them. But at minimum, if you feel hesitation and doubt about your value, just you being kind, having your heart open and caring about the other person will impact their lives in a way that you cannot imagine. I recommend it. Just a kind word, um, an ear that is willing to listen will change lives. So you have that. You are already qualified to be a force for good in this world. You know, there is something amazing about human beings, we underestimate ourselves, but human beings have done things that if you think about it logically would be impossible. We have put a man on the moon. Yes, some people might criticize that but and say it didn't happen, but it's not the critic who counts. It's you. You, the man or woman who is able to create things in this world, to make things happen. I believe in you. I believe you should take even a small step today 
to progress further because not doing anything guarantees getting nothing. Too many people nowadays are distracted and overwhelmed and it's understandable, but you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. It's very sad to know what you know today, to be able to do at least a bit of the story bonding frameworks and tools if you listen to this and other podcasts and not use them. It's such a waste of a whole human life. Your life is important and is worthy. Your life is your responsibility, but also you are the only person who can give yourself the life you want. What do you dream about? How would you wish your life to be? Look around. Are you exactly where you want to be? Look at what you're wearing, at your body, at your business. Is it exactly what you dream about, what you wish it could be? If it's not, then listen to me. Do it. Just do it. Try. Try a small thing. Take a small step. A small step might surprise you. Even if you think a million miles is a far too long of a journey, so a step in the direction of a million miles that you think you may give up in the end, before you reach the end, it's not worth it. I tell you another thing. One step can get you to the end of that million miles way further than you expect because there are so many things in this world that we don't control. There are so many good lucky events. Even if you don't think you're lucky, one action could be the action that brings you the good luck you want and it will be your turn to get the success and the life you dream about, to get more, more happiness, more health, more bonding, more resources, more money to give to your children, to spend on your family, to give your customers a better experience, to uh, give a raise to some of your faithful good employees, to give yourself some good rest and restoration so that you can be at tip-top shape to give your clients exactly the service and quality of products and advice that they need compared to somebody being overworked and overwhelmed and underpaid who will not give their clients as good of a service as somebody who's rested. Do you sleep well at night? Action and getting tired from taking the correct action, the action that seems difficult, not busy work, that's what will get you the life you want. I encourage you to take even a small step a day that is towards the thing you're resisting the most because that's the thing that will benefit you the most. And I thank you. I thank you to, because you chose to listen to this podcast. Your time is valuable. I aim to give you value for your time. And I thank you because you made this right decision and listened. And I look forward and I hope to have you again listening to this podcast, a guest in my home this late at night, and I feel gratitude for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll see you again soon. Till next time, I leave you hoping for you to get good luck, true happiness, and to experience events that make you smile every single day. And thank you. I look forward to talking to you again. You beautiful, amazing, good person. I look forward to spending more time with you in the future. Goodbye.